Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the program. Lori Rubinson here with you. Been talking a lot of basketball, NFL, Super Bowl, all that sort of stuff. But here we are. And, I, you know, I was looking up um, schedules of games and locals or whatever. And I realized in about 20 days... We're going to have the first spring training game. We're about to hit. It's February. Pitchers and catchers and all this stuff. And Yankees, Mets. Yeah, there's been an offseason, but there's still a lot of unfinished business this offseason to talk about the Yankees, the Mets, the offseason. We bring in David Lennon from Newsday Baseball Columnist. Hey, Dave, how are you? Hey, great, Laurie. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. It is Grammys night, so I just was wondering, are you? Do you want to, you know, sing a song or anything like that, or are you good? Uh, no, despite my last name, uh, <laughs> I do not. I do not have any uh, musical talent. Um, it was. It was all. It was all given to uh, my Beatles counterpart. All unfortunately. Right. Oh well. Um, let, <laughs> then we'll let that be. Um, okay. But I'm bumped. Um, all right. So let's start then right away. Mets, Yankees, Yankees, Mets, all of that. It, there was also a lot of news in that does impact the Yankees because of the AL East that just went down over the last few days. And we'll start with the news that the Baltimore Orioles are selling 40% of the team, um, the majority, you know, with the majority ownership transferring when their current um, owner, Peter Angelos, who's in his 90s, dies. What does this mean for baseball in general? You know, just even even the Mets and and, you know, the way that, um, Steve Cohen is regarded as the richest owner and all this sort of stuff. What does this mean for baseball, for the AL East, free agency spending, any of that in the Yankees? Well, it certainly pushes the arrow up for the Orioles. I mean, there's been, a, you know, that franchise had really been kind of stuck in neutral, you know, for a little bit since their last uh, playoff appearance before last season. So, you know, now there's a lot more grander talk, you know, about building up that area. Um, around Camden Yards, uh, making more type of a ballpark village set up like a lot of other places have that have really kind of turned those places into cash registers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in places like Atlanta uh, has done an amazing job with that. St. Louis to, to some extent. So that's really, you know, what these teams have been looking for as, as part of the, the next phases of their development. I mean, even what teams have done with their old stadiums, turning them into uh, big cash flow things, what they've done with Fenway Park. Right. You know, they've kept the same footprint, 
but, you know, built up so much entertainment and, you know, other stuff in that stadium. You look at Wrigley Field, you know, that was another situation where they built up things around that. And a lot of it can tie into, you know, gambling, you know, they'll have casinos in these places. So I think it really puts the Orioles, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a big upgrade and kind of moves them into, you know, more of a modern setup. And we saw what they did within, you know, essentially hours of that announcement yep. and, tra- and trading for one of the best pitches in baseball. So it was like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the AL East, which was already looking on the upswing, the Orioles certainly being on the upswing with all their young talent, here they d- here they go out and, and swing a, a huge trade for one of the, the best arms in the sport. Yeah, talking about upgrades, you're mentioning the Orioles won 101 games, and here it is. The Yankees were rumored potentially looking for pitching. Maybe they make a trade for with for Corbin uh, Corbin Burns with the Milwaukee Brewers, the Mets because David Stearns, their GM, used to be their you know president of baseball operations used to be the GM in Milwaukee, and yet it ends up being the Orioles that make this trade for um, Burns, and now suddenly the Orioles have an ace and. I look at the Yankees and the Mets, and I'm just um, I I can't help feeling like the the phrase that, that strikes me is unfinished business. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I I think I think what some Yankee fans are are a little guilty of, and maybe I'll cut everybody a break because it seems like a long time ago. They did get Juan Soto this mm-hmm. off season, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's not nothing. Uh, that's a pretty significant trade. And I know it's for one year because he's into his walk year and they could very easily lose him when this season is over. But Soto is going to make a pretty huge difference in one of the biggest weaknesses this team had. You know, offensively, they badly needed another bat. Uh, They needed a lefty. um, And now they're getting one of the best uh, on-base guys there is out there to put in front of Aaron judge of all people, one of the best guys at driving and runs. So that's a pretty significant move. You know what they were going to do beyond that. You know, they did pick up Verdugo from the Red Sox. I think he'll, he can be a helpful player for them. A lot of talent that wasn't really, you know, realized maybe with the Red Sox, you know, there was always talk about, you know, his clubhouse issues there and not really being a, you know, quote unquote gamer necessarily. Maybe that changes now if he's happy in New York. So, I mean, I, I think those are offensively with some pretty, you know, significant upgrades to their lineup. Now, I, I know everybody thinks that, you know, the Yankees do need more pitching. And, you know, on paper, you know, I, I certainly think that's the case. And Rodon has had a nightmare first year. You know, would I expect Rodon just to continue to be bad? Uh I think having a year under his belt and if he can stay healthy, you know, you would think that he would be a little bit better. You know, now beyond that, you have Marcus Stroman, who had a great first half last year uh, before he got hit by injuries. I wonder about, you know, injuries with him moving forward. Um, and Cortez, Nesta Cortez, who, who's coming off a, a, an injury riddled year too. So we'll see what Clark Smith has and kind of filling out the rotation. So, yeah, would Burns have been a huge help to the Yankees? Of course. Um but I think what Brian Cashman looked at in these situations is they, they gave up a lot for a rental of Soto. And, you know, I, I can see how Cashman may have wanted to dial it back a bit uh, and kind of hold on to the prospects and see what happens 
midseason as far as the trade deadline goes. You know, maybe he thought that Burns was going to be around at the deadline. And then surprise, surprise, the Orioles swoop in and grab him. I absolutely agree on the upgrade in the lineup. No doubt about Mm -hmm. that. Soto, huge upgrade. Verdugo, I think that some of the pressure perhaps of being the main trade chip for Mookie Betts, you know, change of scenery now and being in a clubhouse with the professionalism of Aaron Judge and the tone that is set there. I'm with you. All that, the lineup, more balance, that works. What about with the pitching, though? Wouldn't it argue you've got Aaron Judge in his prime, you've got Garrett Cole in his prime, and as you just said, you traded for Juan Soto, who you have for a year, and then we'll see. He'll be a free agent. And so wouldn't it argue for an all-in approach from the Yankees and – when you're talking about the the pitching, uh, you know, as you just said, I, I think I'm not sure how many times you just used the words stay healthy or if he stays healthy yeah, right, <laughs> in reviewing right. the staff. And, I, you know, I said this a few years ago. I remember one season with the Mets where I called them the New York ifs. Like, if right. this happens, and if that happens, and if this happens, and if that happens, well, then they could be good and maybe make the yeah. postseason. And so that's what I worry about here. And I guess maybe that puts us, too, with Cashman, with Hal, and wouldn't it argue with players in their prime for an all-in approach? So Blake Snell's still out there. Jordan Montgomery, still out there. They are Scott Boris clients. What does that potentially mean? Can you see either one ending up with the Yankees, and how long will this go on? Well, I mean, I I, I did see, and I believe it was um, it might have been John Heyman from the Post that reported the Yankees were, you know, did give an offer to Snell, which was pretty significant, and I think it was even a, a bigger deal than uh, Rodone's. Uh, there weren't exact figures on it, but. You know, I, I, that surprised me a little bit. I think they were trying to get him low. I mean, I think Boris is certainly shooting for beyond $200 million for him. And I don't think the Yankees' offer was in that ballpark. So uh, I was interested to see them. I didn't expect them to really be involved with those free agent guys, um, only because I thought they were going to try to see what they still had in-house to see what kind of picture that Clark Smith could turn into. You know, I don't think that you have to be – you know, the all-in approach has to all be done during the offseason. You know, I think it, it makes sense to see, you know, what you're going to be getting out of the guys that you do have because you can, you know, hold something in reserve to see what happens at the trade deadline, to see what you may need. The Mets are a great cautionary tale on this. I mean, how many times in the past few years have we seen the Mets try to go with the dual ace approach, first with Scherzer and DeGrom, and then Scherzer and Verlander, only to have it blow up in their face both times because of health issues. So, you know, you can try to put together this, this dream rotation during the offseason, but there is nothing guaranteed, certainly when you do that. Um, I think less and less, you know, we've seen these, you know, quote-unquote super rotations stay together. You know, usually guys get hurt. And so it can always wind up being, you know, it can, it can be a scramble anyway. So I, I don't mind going in with guys that you think in the Yankees rotation case that have some upside like Stroman, uh, you know, like Rodon, certainly who you have a lot of money invested in anyway, like Nestor Cortez, 
you know, if any of those guys fail or have trouble, I mean, there'll be arms, I think, that you can get, you know, at the trade deadline if you're ready to part with some of your, you know, higher tier prospects then. I mean, they, they kind of emptied their pitching prospects uh, in trading for Soto. So, you know, it's it looks like it's going to be a little more of a wait and see. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, say that, uh, you know, Steinbrenner is hurting for cash, of course, but... You know, we're talking about a team that is already, for luxury tax purposes, over $300 million, uh, in places they've never been before. So the spending is there. You know, the fact that they haven't gone over the top for somebody like Snell, you know, I don't, I don't really feel that's a huge deal right at this moment. And with those two guys still hanging out there, I, I would really question Montgomery's desire to come back to the Yankees uh, after what had happened to him here. And with the getting a chance to pitch in other places and see what that was like and have success there. So I can see why Snell might be the play here. And let's see where the market goes for both these guys. I mean, spring training is starting and they still don't have teams yet. We're talking to David Lennon from Newsday. Uh, we're going to pivot to the Mets. And you mentioned before, um, you know, Soto obviously is on the last year of his deal. He's heading to free agency. That's the Yankees. Um, can we just end this once and for all? You tell me if I'm wrong on this, but Pete Alonzo, a Scott Boris client now, and I know there are Met fans out there who are saying, why aren't the Mets extending Pete Alonzo? By the time you get to the last year, which is where we're at now, before free agency, is there any way that Scott Boris is not taking this to the offseason with Pete Alonzo? This is not something where, oh, the Mets, come on, Mets, get it done. I mean... Just doesn't logic tell us this is going to be done in the offseason? I mean, didn't we just see this exact the same thing play out across town uh, a year ago? With, you know, with the face of the franchise with Aaron Judge. I'm not saying that Alonzo and Judge are the same player, um, but they are the franchise players for their teams. And, you know, the Yankees made a last-ditch effort to sign Judge. He said, forget it, bet on himself, and cashed in gigantic. Now, I know it's a fun thing to talk about, and people have been debating the Alonzo extension thing. The window for that, once you get to this point, is just about closed. Scott Boris is his agent. As soon as he switched to that, the window closed. We should have all heard it. And the other thing, I know, and the other thing is, is this isn't complicated. I know fans panicking about, oh, now they could just lose Alonzo. He's going to want to walk. You have the wealthiest owner in the sport. Right, if you want Alonzo, him, top dollar. If, that's it. Yeah, right. If if you want to keep Pete Alonzo at yeah. the end of this year, yeah. you will keep you will keep Pete Alonzo. You'll you just know? bid more. That's all. Right. You'll bid and, more. It like with Aaron Judge, um, right. it will cost you more than you had hoped, but you can do that. So anyway, uh, that one for Mets fans are like, why aren't they trying to sign him now? Because Cal yeah. Boris is his agent, and we're a year out, and it's just not going to happen. Get over it. I mean, I mean, if Alonzo, maybe, you know, by the end of it, maybe Alonzo doesn't want to come back to the Mets. Who knows? It seems everything he said, and I've certainly had the impression that he's liked his time here, but, you know, who knows? And if the player doesn't want to come back to the Mets or doesn't want to stay in New York and wants to go elsewhere, well, there's not much you can do about that. But I think if the Mets want him, they can certainly offer him the most money to stay if that's the case. And I think from everything we've seen, I think Pete will stay if the money's there. That's up to them in the offseason. All right. So how much did not getting Yamamoto change everything for the 2024 Mets? 
I don't think it really changed the plan. I mean, I think I know what you're getting at. Does it, does it, would it Yamamoto have turned them into a playoff team as opposed to, you know, what they seem to be kind of muddling through at, at the moment here? You know, I, I think, you know, Cohen was willing to go to that extent just because of the player that Yamamoto was or is, I should say. Um, it wasn't really changing the approach of the rest of the team. You know, I, I think we're seeing, and this is not a secret. I mean, Cohen, and, Cohen has been saying this, you know, since last year's trade deadline about wanting to scale back a bit. You know, he was pretty blunt about it. Um, and even when Stearns came on board, you know, that this has all been kind of the plan. You have a first-year president of baseball operations in here. This has been a period of evaluation. He's going to want to evaluate the team as it is now. Um, and, you know, for all of Cohen's money – you know, they're, they have the highest payroll in the sport uh, with a lot of money being paid to players that aren't on the team anymore, you know, which Cohen did so he could replenish the farm system, you know, in those trades last year for Verlander and Scherzer, when they sent out Verlander and Scherzer. So, you know, even the richest owner in the sport is going to want to kind of reset and evaluate and see where this money is going because you can't just keep throwing money at it. You know, he tried that approach to get himself a shortcut to a World Series. It didn't work. So as we've talked about many times before, he's trying to do it a little bit of a different way now. Um, and I know, it, you know, after what we've been through here the past couple of years with World Series aspirations, you know, it's not fun for fans to have to kind of take a step back. But I think based on what they tried to do and what they're trying to do longer term for the franchise, I think this kind of year... Um, was going to be necessary. All right, last one before I let you go. There still are names out there, um, DH options, uh, Jorge Soler, J.G. Martinez, both still available. And But it seems as if the rumors are the Mets going to go with Mark Vientos, their, their prospect potentially at DH, and then rotate some other um, players in there. Do you still expect that that is the approach, even with players of that ilk and with no real obvious in-house candidate for DH? It certainly seems that way. Um, I mean, Vientos, you have DJ Stewart. Um, you can use that DH spot to kind of rotate some players through for days off, but the Yankees have always liked to do that. Um, so I think there is some flexibility there, and you can evaluate Vientos as a player, you know, give him a little bit of a run here and see if you have something um, because the jury is still out on that. I, I think he has shown some promise at times, but – to answer your question, it doesn't seem like Martinez and Soler are, are going to be part of the mix here unless, you know, this continues to drag out and their prices, you know, come down. Um, just because I don't really see the Mets, you know, I think J.D. Martinez would be a huge help. You know, I, yep. I think that would be a big plus, obviously. And listen, yep. if, the, if the Mets wanted to go for it again, and they, they could easily have the money to just sign J.D. Martinez and bring in Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell – and then make another go of it, you know? Like, they're not a ton of pieces away here. You I, know, they, yeah, they, I agree. They, the lineup's, by the way, not bad. If you add, I mean, not right. even not bad, it's good. I think if you added a, a J.D. Martinez to that lineup, um, I think that's a strong lineup. There's a lot of question marks with the rotation. To your point, sign a Jordan Montgomery. And, yeah, it's a lot of money, but some of the contracts, even the ones they paid for with other teams and some of that, are you know, will go away. And, um Look, you have Steve Cohen, and they're in this. They still are in that in-between area where, 
a a wild card um, could be within reach. I mean, I, but I, I think what you're seeing, Lauren, as we as we mentioned before, like we've seen Cohen's past off seasons, where all of a sudden there's been a, he's done a flurry of signings, you know, to improve uh, in a bunch of different spots. If he was still of that mindset, then he could have done what we just talked about, yes. in grabbing a Martinez or those guys. So you can see, uh, because it hasn't happened, that, that they do want to give Stearns a chance of evaluation here. Uh, look to see to be a little bit more strategic on how to strengthen this team longer term. Look at some younger players. See if this next round, this next group, how soon they'll be ready to help out and make some determinations from there. If the team, you know, they play a very tough division, obviously. They're playing in a very tough yes. division, obviously. But if they're competitive, you know, and they're in this thing, you know, they have the flexibility um, and the intelligence, which turns you would think, to make improvements and, and mid-season, you know, and make a go of it. So. Yeah. I, I just I hate I hate when you have when you're in the number one market. I just hate giving up a lot of prospects when you could have used money in the off season. But um, we'll see. David Lennon from Newsday always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll catch up with you soon. My pleasure, Lori. Take care. All right, quick break, and we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.